two to tie. Michigan have to bring it. Oh, he walked. He walked and the referee missed it. Weber brings it into the front court. They have no timeouts remaining. Oh, he causes he too many timeouts. That's a technical foul. He called a timeout. Michigan doesn't yes. have any. He got by with a walk, and Jimmy calls a technical. He, he calls a timeout. He doesn't realize that's Michigan's too many, and so it'll be a technical foul. North Carolina shooting and the ball. A huge. No timeouts. Episode sixty-two. NBA, NFL is gone, the end of an era, but I'm here now in the NBA circle with two, I wouldn't say new guests, but two guests who haven't been on in a while. John, probably the, one of the happiest fans that can be right now, getting hardened, Philadelphia fan. Derek, on, on the opposite end of that spectrum. How y'all doing? I'm feeling, man, I'm feeling lovely. <laughs> Not to mention, my boy Joel, he going off. I mean, you know, the night of the night of this podcast, Joel currently has 41. Yes. You know, he's taping this on a Thursday night with Philly playing the Bucks in Milwaukee. I just want to put it on record that I bet on Philly tonight. Just want to put it on record. Too. I did too. And the money, the money's looking pretty good right now. Like that's that's all I can say. The money's the, money, looking, the money's looking very sweet. Der- yeah. Derek's over there as a Lakers fan. He hasn't said one word yet. What's up, man? How you feeling? Just heard that he be- out for a month. Yeah, I don't bet on my basketball team. I don't do that. <laughs> That's a sad no. life. Oh, it's not. I mean, I, I knew what time it was coming into this, so. I tell you That's one thing. Me. There's very few. T- there actually isn't a team I like betting against more than the Lakers. We know because you're a hater, but it's okay because I hey, now can. They, they got me last night against the Jazz. I, I was sick about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Great, me. great win. Great win. They got me on that. Um, it's cool. Oh. I I understand why you hate. Bro. They almost they was they was about to pay my rent last night. You all got they got lucky, but it's all good. We got a long season to go. That that is factual. Um, on at the five lineups is going to be a fun time. Fun, fun time as a gambler. No, that's the best lineup. And that's, that's the crazy thing about it. That's that the best lineup. Right. I didn't say it was the well, but if it was the best or the worst, it's just it's the lineup I'm willing to bet against. Oh no, that's the best. That's the best lineup for Lakers fans right now. That's if we're gonna have team. if we're gonna have Russ on the floor, but that we can talk about that later. Thing. LeBron at the five is the best lineup we got. I mean, he's not wrong. So, but we'll we'll get to the Lakers. We'll get to the Lakers because first we gotta show love to the East in general, the East has been crazy this year. I've, I've been a big Cavs fan all year in terms of them being a dark horse. But now that Philly, you know, and Brooklyn make this trade, you could argue both teams got better within their own right. Uh, obviously, I think the Sixers got a lot better. But, but I think if, you know, if you're going to have Harden basically quitting on your team and you can flip him into someone who is an all-star and all-defense player, then you got better too from, from the Nets' perspective. So, We'll start in Philly. John, does this mean now that, you know, your expectations are championship for the Sixers this year, next year? What's, what's your expectations now that, now that Harden's coming? I think trading for – I mean, first of all, I want to say, like, the expectation this year, at this point, you got to be thinking championship because Harden is a free agent in the summer. You never really know. People say all kinds of things, you know – before the summer comes up. I mean, remember, Paul George, that last year in, in Oklahoma City, said he was going to L.A. before he got to Oklahoma City. And then he ended up resigning there. And then the year after that, he had his best season ever as a professional. So, I mean, 
this year, your thought process has got to be championship or bust. Granted, Harden just got there. And with the tear that Embiid is, Embiid is on, you want them to kind of get acclimated to each other and really get their chemistry down. But it's got to be championship or bust this season. That's true, but – Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, but it's just like my only worry and concern right now is I don't – everybody's been screaming and saying, like, you know, oh, they're going to be amazing. Like, their their game is going to fit so well together. They don't fit well together at all from what we've seen from Harden. That's what I was about to say. Like, to me personally, I would have to see it because Embiid is not a pick-and-roll guy. Like, Embiid can – he can do the pick-and-roll, but Embiid is a dominant force when he has the ball in his hands. And he's shown it this season in the mid-range. He's beyond dominant with the ball in his hands. So I don't want him just running pick-and-roll and pick-and-pop with James Harden. Like, that's not – Generational. Like, he is. He's definitely – you call him generational? What? (laughs) Absolutely. And B has some of the best footwork that out of any big man that we've seen really since Hakeem. And that, that's factual. Like there, there's not another big man that I can think of outside of Hakeem that had better footwork and better moves for, for than B. And then B has been a lot of respect Duncan, respect Duncan, but I hear you. Don't give me so this is my thing. Tim and this is what I'm trying to say. That's not the slight on somebody like Tim Duncan or Shaq or David Robinson or my personal favorite big man ever, which is Patrick Ewing. But they all had Yuck. two or three moves, but those two or three moves were unguardable, basically. Like, it didn't matter. Like, you knew one of those three moves were coming, but it wasn't really too much you could do about it anyway. Like, you knew Shaq was going to give you the shimmy and then the drop step, but at 315 pounds, and then he's bulldozing you out the way, it didn't really matter. You knew Tim Duncan was going to turn over the right shoulder and do like the little fa- like the little fadeaway hook or the fadeaway or the fadeaway jump shot going to the left side, but it wasn't really anything you could do about it. Like you couldn't defend it. And B has a plethora of moves, like a like real live like a book of moves. And so my thing about it is, I look at B and then I look at Harden and I'm like, Harden wants to iso ball. Like he does not he not really trying to run a pick and roll like somebody like all game. Like don't get me wrong. He did it very well with Clint Capella in Houston. But that's Honestly, I think what's going to happen is I think I personally don't think they fit together from what we've seen from Harden, but I think Harden is great enough and good enough that, like, he'll make it work. I just think he had to play that way in Houston. But, I mean, technically, you do have to see it. Like, from what we've seen on paper it, or not on paper, on film, like, it hasn't. They don't fit together, ideally, especially on defense. Like, James Harden wants to switch everything. Joel Embiid wants to drop back. Um, but we're looking at this from an offensive standpoint. I have to – I'm usually the guy that says, hey, if you have the talent, it'll work itself out. And I think James Harden is a good enough player that he'll work himself out. I don't know. It makes me nervous. As like, it makes you nervous, that's great because I'm I'm playing hater on this podcast. So go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I hope it doesn't work. <laughs> no, nah, it just makes me nervous because, I mean, the last time, like, Philly – like. Th- Philly has gone all in before. I don't. I, I'm pretty positive nobody forgot when we traded for Jimmy Butler in the season, and literally went all in for a championship team that season. The season after, we just got back to the playoffs. So like, it makes me nervous to see us go all in, especially because you see Maxi is starting to get a lot better. Yeah, like Maxi's getting better each and every game, in my opinion. And bringing somebody in like Harden, Harden's going to take the ball almost completely away from him. So he's going to. Yeah, but I mean. If you're talking about going all in, then, like, if you win one championship here, like, listen, I don't want to talk about it right now because we'll get into this later, but, like, the LeBron years, the four years in L.A., was it successful? Was it not? 
listen, we won one championship. The Heat won two and four. So we did 50% of what they did. So if you're going all in and you get the ring, that's what you play for, right? Like that's, that's very true. I'm just saying, like, you don't, you know, somebody could say, like, you had a guaranteed, like, Maxi could have been a guaranteed five-time All-Star and could have led your team. Maybe, I don't know. Like, you also have to think about what is your real upside with Maxi. I'm just saying, like, if you are going to go all-in and you're going to get somebody, it's not like they went all-in and they got Kyle Lowry. It was like, okay, like, what, what are you really doing here? Like, you went <laughs> all-in, and that's no disrespect to Kyle Lowry. I'm just saying, you went all-in, you got James Harden. Like, ideally, I personally believe, you know, if injuries don't, shoot you down like it's honestly it ain't really no excuse that you don't want to you don't at least represent the eastern conference in the in the nba finals assuming that uh like well that's the Kevin question Durant where, doesn't come back where where are we ranking the sixers now i know what the, what the expectations are but you can say those same expectations for at least three teams in the east between uh, yes, yeah, so the Bucks. It's the Bucks, the Sixers, Bucks, and Nets. the Nets. But I my mean, thing, and the, Miami's right there too. Don't sleep on Miami. Listen, you know, listen, you know, I, I'm all in ah. the South Beast propaganda. But yes. like, you should be beating the Heat. And this is once again, you know me. Like I've, I'm drinking the the South Beach Kool Aid. I'm just saying you should beat the Heat. Like Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo shouldn't be stopping you if you have James Harden and uh, Joel Embiid. If you just went all in. As far as the Nets, as far as the Nets go. I'm going to say it to you like this, like Kevin Durant, you know, he has to be healthy. We haven't seen Ben Simmons play basketball in six months and or or more, whatever it has been. And then Kyrie, we like there's too many. It's too many up in the airs about them. Like you should be able to beat them. And then like I'm watching you play the Bucks right now. And like granted, Grant, uh, Brooke Lopez isn't on the floor, but like you're beating them right now. So like this is what you get hardened for. You have to believe that you can beat the Bucks with this. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's that's just what it is. I'll say this. If all three teams if because I, I, I think the Heat are a contender, nobody necessarily wants to play them, but not I, at all. I think the Sixers, the Bucks, and the Nets should beat the Heat if all, all three of them are healthy. I think of course, the like the Heat are like the Heat are like the Cinderella, like cool. Like, once again, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, like I like them, but like if I'm about to put money on the heat going to the finals, if everything like everything would have to break right. And I would be listen, I would be screaming at my TV to everybody that I told you so. But like it would be one of those situations where everything went right. They got a perfect matchup and they're in the finals. But like I'm not telling you like, yeah, at, like lock it in the heat. Like, you know, they can catch somebody. But if you have James Harden and, and B, like you can't like if you have James Harden and B and you lose to the heat. I'm just you saying, like, you yeah, you went, run. yeah, you went all in for the wrong reasons, my guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that, I mean that's very true. So, so I mean, to me though, I still think the Bucks are the best team in the East. That's fair, but then you, I'm just saying, you have like this is what you got the team for. Like, so, you know, you have to believe that you can at least go in there and like do whatever, like beat them, pull them to seven games, whatever, like. See, to me, it's kind of iffy because if Brooklyn is healthy going into the playoffs and they do figure it out. Yeah, we, we're players, assuming Kyrie's playing all the games. And, so, and that's what I was about to say. Remember, that's a big mandate is about to come down to New York. Isn't it, Rodney? I mean, so right now the mandate is gone in, in New York except for New York City. So anywhere else in New York, there is no mass mandate or anything. So they need to just play further off, like five miles <laughs> yeah, out so in Long Island. In, if they played in, yeah, so if they played in Long Island or Buffalo or some shit, they'd be good. 
So New York City is kind of its own kind of thing. So it's really kind of up to the mayor. But I do think that, or I could see it getting lifted by the summertime. So this is my thing, right? The what summertime. Uh-huh. If, I'm, if I'm being objective, right? I think the rankings are really Brooklyn number one, Milwaukee mm-hmm. number two, and Philly number three. And that's mm-hmm. me being objective, mainly because, and I would put Milwaukee number one, but they, they're the only team out of the three of them that didn't get better at the trade deadline. They, they stayed the same. And Chris Middleton is having a terrible year. Like, I have no idea how he made the All-Star team over so many other people, mind you. But when I look at Brooklyn's team, everything that they lacked going into the trade deadline and coming into this All-Star break is where they got better this, with that trade, with that trade essentially. They, they lacked a little bit of depth. They lacked size. They picked up Andre Drummond, Seth Curry, and you picked up Ben Simmons. So Ben is at least, if not fix the shooting, if not fix the offensive flow and make the offense flow a little bit better because he doesn't have to have the ball at all times, he's at least going to help you sure up the defensive end. Because there's going to be times in lineups where you deploy lineups and it's going to be something, some sort of thing like probably Patty Mills, Kyrie Irving, <laughs> Kevin Durant, and Ben Simmons. Yeah. No, no, it's a, it's a crazy. They have some crazy like offensive lineup potential for sure. And then you look at it, and the one thing they were really lacking was size. And you just got Andre Drummond, so that sure is up. The I mean, granted, I still think Andre is goofy. I think he's extremely goofy. I don't think he ever reached the potential that a lot of people. Hey, he's been hooping for them so far. Yeah, but it's still like he's still goofy in my. But opinion. he's not going to be out there in the last five minutes of the game. But he's going to give he gives them a good twenty minutes. But and, and that's my point. And so that's why I say if everybody's healthy going into the into the playoffs, Brooklyn's my number one. Because one, I can't go against Kevin Durant the way he did last season because he really came a quarter of an inch away from sending Milwaukee home. Like when I say a quarter of an inch, when they bring up that replay and they show the literal tip of his foot is the only thing that's like that missed everything, I'd really be shocked. Like I'd be genuinely, I'd be like, dad, like that's God-given luck. And he got fouled on the shot, but that's besides the point. But what I'm mainly saying is, as far as looking at a whole team, top to bottom, if everything, if everyone is healthy and everything, I think Brooklyn is the best team in the East. And I think if they're all healthy, it's not even really close. Not even close? Not even close. I mean, because, we, bro, we haven't. Okay, listen, listen. listen. Okay, Simmons play. I was gonna say we haven't seen. Like, I get what you're saying on paper. Like, if this was NBA 2K, then maybe. But like, we haven't seen the man play basketball. And that's not to say that he won't be good when we do see him play basketball. I'm just saying. Once again, you went all in. This has to be like you. If you don't believe that this team can beat them, then why the hell did you go all in? Like, that's so, that's my next. So let me ask this: Y'all are saying we haven't seen Ben play. What are we? What are we waiting to see him do exactly? He's not a jump shooter. None of his game is anything predicated on, like, he has to be in the gym getting up 200 or 300 shots. That's fine. That's a, That's fine. Yeah. a threat. Like, I got to see him do something. I got to see him shoot. 60 also, like, I ain't trying to be fun- like, I ain't yeah, trying to be funny, fun. but like the man did just tell me he had like mental health issues. So, like, you telling me he like all like that's all great and dandy, and now he's just ready I'm to not, put up. I'm like, not I'm, to, I'm, I'm not just saying, to, like. I'm not tempted to knock, to knock people for like having mental health issues or anything. I'm not knocking you for it. I'm, but, but I'm, I'm going with what you said. Like I'm saying, I don't think he really has mental health issues. I'm just going to be honest. 
Well, I mean, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue you down too much on that. He was trying to skate on getting fined, and then when the skate stopped working, he was sick. I don't think he ever really had mental health issues. I mean, I don't know. I can't. I don't want to. I don't want. I don't like speculating on people's. Yeah, I don't want to speculate. I wouldn't argue down against it, but I do think it was kind of unfair for him to use the to use that as like the number one reason why he's not showing up to the games and showing up for the team and stuff like doing that stuff in the practice when he did show up in the building. Like I didn't, I didn't appreciate the, the linkage between the two. Uh, right. I will I mean, it was, it was nasty timing to bring it up. Like, like it's, it's kind of like, just like, like it's kind of jack ashes. Like, cause I look at somebody like Kevin Love, he came out and stamped it. He was like, I mean, him, him and DeMar DeRozan, they were like, I have severe anxiety, like severe. Like, I don't know what is going to come on. I don't know necessarily what triggers it, but I had it bad. And so it's so many different players that came out and, stand, and, and stated that they had I'm going to say this. Like, I've read a little bit of Ben Simmons' story, and he did have some personal issues, like, going on in his life. I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't argue anybody down because, like, that he didn't or he did because if you just look at it on the, pa- on the facts on the paper, it do look – it don't really, like – it ain't really something you could – really fight him about but you know you never know but i'm just saying like if you told if you tell me you have mental health issues and you haven't played basketball six months and you haven't ran and i don't know what you've been doing you're also not about to tell me you're gonna like step on the floor and play off basketball and it's like create a team that's not even close unless he's like the ninth best player on the roster where it's just like all right at this point you know he's being guarded by people that are getting covid contracts so He's straight. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's, we'll see. I, like, like you said, I think if this, I, I just need to see him, like, like how, in, like, do something, bro. Like, I just need to see, like, do, like, do run wind sprints. I just need to know that you're, you know, like, <laughs> we're live. On paper, though, I do think that they have the highest ceiling. But, but I think that there's something to be said for Milwaukee being together. Like, I think that that's a real advantage that people look over, like a team that's, you know, won before together. They have that cohesion. You know, they've been been through the L's, been through the W's. Like, I think there's a, you know, like Giannis is only getting better. Uh, you know, he's actually a lot better to me this year than he was last year in the playoffs, you know, when he played them. So, I don't know. I, I'm a big fan of the Bucks, But, Derek, where, where do you stand in terms of those, like, top four spots in the east before we move to the west um i'm gonna say i i i'm gonna agree with i feel like i'm gonna have to agree with john on the rankings but i kind of have philly as number one because once again like it's too many or at least two, because to me, it's too many, like, variables with the Nets. Like, is it like, oh, they have to lift the mandate. Oh, Kevin Durant has to get healthy. Oh, yeah, and then this guy who hasn't played, like, I get it on paper. Once again, if we just lying people, if we're going to the park and picking five players, like, I see I see the vision. I'm, but, like, I would have to rank them right now as three. And they're also just free-falling. We, and they're not going to have Joe Harris back. I mean, they did get Seth Curry and Patty Mills. They have that, like, backcourt duo or whatever. But I'm gonna just go ahead and tell you that I'm gonna have like I'm gonna give the respect to the Bucks as one, and I'm gonna put the Sixers as two because you know James Harden also uh, was out here faking injuries, but we also know that was fake. So, 
A lot of accusations on this pod. I mean, I'm just saying, man, like we've seen him. We've seen this man like gain 40 pounds and lose it in a week. So, I mean, that's true. All I'm going to say about the East, last thing I'm going to say on the East. He needs to go. He needs to develop a weight loss uh, <laughs> plan. Like women would buy that like crazy. Like this I mean, guy. He's, Zion will buy it. He needs to link with Zion. Oh, the Zion. Oh, wow. But last thing I'm going to say on the East, whoever has to play the Cavs in the first round is going to be upset. Whoever, yeah, the Cavs and the Bulls. We haven't said one thing about the Bulls. Yeah, the Bulls are great. So the Bull, so this is my thing, right? But they're kind of small. Bulls, I've said that before, and they look amazing, right? Demar Derozan is having his revival season. If Embiid wasn't having the season that he was having too, and Jokic wasn't too, I would say Demar Derozan probably might win MVP at the end of the season. But I also look at their team, and I just I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't get the the look from them like like okay, these guys are about to make a deep playoff push and a deep playoff run. Yeah, I definitely feel it. They've never been there before. I definitely feel the vibes. The only guy on that roster that's been anywhere near there is Demar Derozan, and we've seen what he did in the playoffs. Like when he was in Toronto, like he folded every single season. I mean, granted, he always ran into LeBron, and LeBron helped. I was him say, let's not. First off, he's not running into LeBron this year, so we don't even got to hold that against him. Wait, wait, wait. He also ran into the Wizards that one year. I was going to say, he also uh, ran into the Wizards. Like, uh, people like to forget we're not gonna that. Let people, bro, we're not going to let people change, bro. We're bringing up stuff from 2015. Like, he's clearly a different player. Uh, don't get me wrong. I like them all. I he's clearly DeMar. a different player. I mean, if you tell me I haven't seen Ben Simmons play in a month, and then you're also telling me I haven't seen DeMar DeRozan beat the Wizards <laughs> or LeBron in the playoffs. I, I think he may beat the Wizards once, but I'm just saying. When I look at that team, they were in the Eastern Conference Finals multiple years. They had to beat the Wizards at least once. I mean, the Pacers beat the Wizards one time. I can't remember the Wizards run, but I'll bring on a Wizards fan to tell me exactly exactly which year the Wizards. This just this Demar. This man just put up thirty five on fifty percent shooting, seven straight games of record broken by that he broke from Wilt, and he's still not getting respect. That's really crazy. I mean, we've seen Demar do this. this. What? We've never seen anyone do this. I'm talking about having great regular seasons. Stop. This regular season, bro, he's putting up – come on, come on, man. I'm just saying it's a, it's a, fair, it's a fair analysis to be like, hey. Like, I just don't see this Bulls team making a deep playoff run. Because if, if you're telling me you're one guy that's been anywhere near there is DeMar DeRozan, that's your guy, the one guy that's been, that's been near there, and the whole rest of the roster has never been anywhere remotely close to that. I mean, you could put Big Vucevic in there, but – I mean, what does he, that he mean? DeMar's been just as far as Harden damn near, except for the one time he was a six man. No, so that's the difference. But this is this is my point. Okay. We've never seen DeMar go into a seven-game series in the conference finals to try and win it and close it out. And a lot of the times in the playoffs, DeMar's looked like the second best player on that team behind Lowry. A lot of different times. All I'm gonna say is he is a significantly better player than he was these instances you're talking about. Like, it's a clear difference in every facet of his game. He's gotten a lot better. Like, we're not – like, there's, there's a reason that his stats are better this year than they've ever been before. He's gotten a lot better. So, I mean, we'll see. Maybe he has a mental block and it doesn't make a difference, but I'm not going to compare and say he can't do it and, and ignore the fact that he's just gotten better. Like, he's simply better. Like, he even shoots threes. So, Ronnie, let me ask. Would you, would you want to put money on the Bulls getting to the conference finals? Uh, probably not. It has nothing to do with Demar. No, no, I don't you think, 
If anything, the only reason I would think about it is because of DeMar adding him with Levine. They have a great one, too. I just, like Derek said, they're just kind of small. So, I mean, it would, one, depend on the matchups. But, two, the East is stacked. Like, the top four teams we listed are really good teams. Like, if you lose one of those teams, it's not like. But that's, and, and Roddy, that's all I'm saying. What I'm saying is, if DeMar was still out, if, if this Bulls team was out West, I would say, okay, that's going to be a little different because the West, like. No, right now, y'all, y'all were saying that. Y'all were saying that. Y'all were trying to talk down DeMar saying he wasn't going to play as good in the playoffs as a regular season. That's yeah, different yeah. than what we're talking about now. That's oh, not I'm still I'm still talking about DeMar and saying he, he might not play. Well, yeah, don't don't, don't get it twisted. I'm, I'm still, I'm still, I still got to see it. Derek is hating. I'm saying, I'm not, bro, it's not, I'm just, I didn't say he wouldn't. I just said, I got to see it. Like, what I'm, do you mean? I'm saying, this is what I'm saying. I'm saying, I don't see DeMar willing this team to the finals or the conference finals. I don't see him willing them to make a deep playoff push. And he's the only person on that team that's been there. Like, it's even been close to there. That's what I'm saying. Like, none of these other guys were able to carry a team by themselves. None of them, when they had supporting cast and they were the guys, were able to get their team into the playoffs and make a push at any type of push. Zach Levine ain't even been to the playoffs. Then you then you have all these other teams in the East. You got Kevin Durant and the Nets. They've already been there. Like, Hey, look, all I'm, I feel you 100% if we're critiquing the Bulls, but the conversation started off talking just about DeMar. That, that was when I had to come in. That's all I'm saying. But I feel you that they're probably the fifth or sixth best team in the East right now. Former San Antonio great, Rodney had to step in. I, feel I had to step in. I had to step in. But, you know, as a team, like you said, like, we, like Lonzo's been hurt. We don't know when Caruso's coming back. They're trying to wait on Patrick Williams to come back. They don't really have a backup center, you know, so we'll see. Like they're, you know, just just a smaller team in general. I like how they play, but you know, they're 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 just something that's I don't know, maybe missing. I don't know if I like Busevich as much as other people. That might be my my hang up. I like Busevich, but he don't play no defense. Like none. That's what I mean. Like he's just not a two way. He's not a two way guy. He's not good enough to not be that good on defense. Like I don't even think he. I don't even think he deters people from wanting to come to the basket. Like if Busevich is down there, you don't be like, oh man, like. We can't really attack the basket. You be like, nah. it's just Vucevich. Like, yeah, nah, you definitely do. You're you're definitely treating it. Yo, if if somebody tell, told me Vucevich is down there, don't attack the basket. I like if that's your reason. You're taking. You're coming to sit by me on the bench. <laughs> like that's just how it is. Like anybody concerned with Boston? Uh, not really. And I want to say also pointing back to when me and Dirk were on uh, his podcast together. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have only had two good games together since that podcast. Only two. That's it. Hey, man, they're doing a lot better with Derek White. No, that's very true. They need they needed another guard who just, you know, passes the ball and, you know, cuts and just gets out the, get way. the way. Yeah, just don't be in the way. Like, plays good defense and just don't be in the way. That's a, it, you know, they can't get a Chris Paul, so that's the next best thing they can get. He comes from the pop school of, like, look, move the ball, move. Move the ball and move. Like, just don't do not do too much. See him over there? He's doing too much. Stop. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a great great move, getting rid of Schroeder and, and getting Derek White for sure. But, no, nah, I think it's – I mean, it's, it's harsh to say. I really think it's a three-team race. If you want to be hard-pressed, you can say it's four, and you can insert – you can insert the Bulls or the, or the Heat if you want. But hey man, it, respect the Cavs. I, I don't the I like the Cavs. I like them a lot. 
And it was somebody, um, it was somebody I was watching on NBA TV the other day. I think it was, it might have been Richard Jefferson, but he was saying, whoever plays that Cavs team, like you said, he was like, they're going to be in trouble because these guys are hungry. Like, these are all young kids and they want to win. Like, oh, they want to win team. In the right way. So, and also, they're still missing Colin Sexton. He's not coming back. Nor do they. Yeah, he's not coming back. back. And 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 they're alert for a reason. They they won't. You won't be seeing him again in a Cavaliers uniform. Right. No hell no. <laughs> Have you watched that team without Colin Sexton? That's no knock to Colin Sexton, but they've chose they've chosen the direction they're going in. Well, I feel that. Yeah, and he, I mean he's about to be a restricted free agent anyway. Like, there's no way they're paying him a bag to. Yeah. Man, like nah. Man, it is what it is. Let's go some breaks. Real live, that's really what it is. Like, <laughs> like those, he'll get paid by someone. It just won't be anyone in Cleveland. Yeah, they they've chosen. They they've chose up, brother. They got very like, official when they traded for Levert. And I was like, yeah, we we got our guy here, and it makes sense. Like Garland, he just didn't fit with Garland. They were too small. I mean, I feel that, but no, it's a it's a three team race. If you want to be generous, you can say it's a four or five team race. And you can add in the Heat and the Bulls, but it's really a three-team race. Like if Philly, Brooklyn, and and Milwaukee are all healthy, granted, again, this is a this is a what's the opposite of a stand? Anybody got that? A hater? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like a hater. This is a Chris Middleton hater account. Like hundred percent. Like he, I just. Hating on Chris he Middleton is very nasty. Last year. He, he, proved yeah, like, yeah. he was one of those guys that he had to prove it, and he did, and he's still getting hate. That's crazy. That's that's cute. People just mad because he's an all-star now. Just let, let, let my man live, bro. Yo, Chris Middleton was getting hate since the first time he made the all-star game, but Reggie Miller said... Because he owes Giannis a lot of money. <laughs> he owes Giannis a lot of money. That's fine. That's, and Jalen and Jalen Ramsey owes uh, Aaron Donald a, a Rolex. Like, everybody, everybody owes somebody something. Everybody owes him something, so but that's definitely everybody owes it. somebody something, bro. Like, listen, Jalen. I mean, um, uh, 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 Chris Middleton was carrying them in the bubble, like balled out in the bubble. So, like, my man proved what he had to do, bro. He played like the bubble. He just won a ring. So that too, but I'm just saying, like, Damn bubble. Play, don't, don't start the no, don't don't hate, don't 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 start this, Rodney. You don't want brought up the bubble. I'm saying I'm just going through his his resume. Like he, he's <laughs> oh, proven it in the bubble. He proved Rodney, it last year. Rodney, like Rodney, you know, Derek was going to bring up the Mickey Mouse championship. The, uh, bringing up the glorified yeah. YMCA run. Ain't nobody. Yeah, yeah. John, your last time your team won a championship, your dad was your age. So I don't yeah. I don't really understand yeah. why why you're talking Listen, about this. I'm gonna still keep it a stack though, y'all, bro. Bro, Derek, you really wanted to bring up the Mickey Mouse ring? That Bruh, no, I brought up the bu- I brought up Chris Middleton. Y'all brought up the champion. Listen, you I know everybody has to talk about the Lakers champion. Yes, because Chris Middleton was balling in the bubble. You skipped you over the like, ring. How you skip over the ring to talk about the bubble? You skipped over the ring. We weren't even talking about the Lakers. We were talking about Chris Middleton. Y'all wanted to bring up the Lakers. This man was going to validate the bubble. Go to the Mickey Mouse ring, bro. We were talking. Oh, listen. I mean, listen. If this is your segment to talk about the Lakers, let's talk about the Lakers. No, we're not. No, no, no. We're gonna take a little break and come back and talk about the Lakers. Don't that's worry. fine. Like, I, I know, I know. That's that, listen, everybody. This is this is what we. This is what everybody comes to the show for. Let's talk about LA. <laughs> you know, let's let's talk about us. Put us put us on Front Street. We'll be back. Yes, you have the worst fans. That's why we'll be back. Worst fans, worst team right now. Like worst GM. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's that way when you're a star player, is your GM. But uh, well, you right. have a ring.
<laughs> we'll be back. We'll be back. All right, we're back. Everybody, take a quick little five minute break, gather our thoughts. As we move to the Western Conference right now. You know, the biggest trade was probably the Kings getting Sabonis. I know we didn't talk about that much with the Pacers being bad on the East, but I guess, you know, they're trying to go for the play in, I guess. You know, Portland is salary dumping, but somehow still winning games. Uh, and then outside of that, you know, I think a lot of the teams stand, stood pat. Like the Suns, you know, they added Torrey Craig. The Warriors did nothing. Grizzlies did nothing. Uh, you know, Dallas traded Porzingis. Torrey Craig got a ring last year. Either yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. Back. And now he's back. Yeah, He's going to get a ring either way, though, right? I, yeah, he, he was technically – he was on both rosters at one point. Yeah. So, yeah. Finesse of the century. Not for sure. Uh, so, yeah, so, I mean, we'll start at the top of the West. I mean, the Suns are, you know, best record in the league. They're, they are just a machine right now. Uh, they win, like, every close game, and they beat good teams, too. Like, I, I saw they had, like, 22 wins against over 500 teams. Uh, I don't know. Are, are they the best team in the West? Are we – I mean, I think – I think I could say it's a two two team race with the Warriors, you know, without Draymond having looked great. So I don't know. Are we are we putting Memphis up in there? I mean, uh, we can get into Utah in a bit too. But where, where are we seeing? Because personally, I'm, I'm I think the Suns are by far the best team in the West right now. Uh, yeah, unhealthy I Warriors. Know. I think it's a two team race, but an unhealthy Warriors would lead me to believe that it is a one team race. I mean. Un- uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to take Memphis out of it. They're they're. Yeah, no, I was I was getting to them. I was getting to them. Uh, I was going to start off with my hate of the Utah Jazz first uh, annual Utah Jazz first first round exit waiting to happen and or second. <laughs> um, I feel as though I feel like we talked about this, Rodney. Maybe maybe it was John. I can't, I can't remember, but. I definitely feel as though we said that somebody I was talking to said if you put the Jazz and the uh, the Jazz and Memphis in a series, who would you have winning? And I feel like the public would want to say the Jazz. I mean the Memphis because they're the cool upcoming team, but maybe that's the one team the Jazz could could swindle in the first round. Uh, like out of that Golden State Phoenix, or it's just a serious period. No, I'm not gonna say first round because they're three and four right now. Um, yeah, but other four or five situation, yeah. But but uh, I mean they're three. Yeah, they could be. But other than that, uh, I feel like it's a two team race. I don't. I the Memphis thing. Like I don't know. They're hot. They're definitely hot. And you know, I'm just. I mean, I guess they were there last year. I'm just. I know this is wild because Phoenix wasn't there. Then they were there. Then they were in the finals. But I'm just kind of like the young team thing usually doesn't really excuse me, like, go that well. Like, we usually see some implosion somewhere. Um, and the Jazz have technically, technically been there. But the more and more I watch Memphis, I think, you know, they'll give somebody some go. But I feel like it's – I feel like, you know, if, if we want to, like, hunker down and be like, okay, if we're assuming Golden State is healthy and we're assuming that Phoenix is healthy, I think it's a two-team race. Definitely don't think it's the Jazz. I wouldn't be worried about the Jazz at all. Be more scared of Memphis, honestly. Yeah, I hate to say it because, you know, it was annoying me, the the preseason hype. 
that was getting for this team just because they aren't good. But yo, Luca is is acting different. Like the the Mavs have a have a real chance to beat anybody just with how good he's playing. I mean, he just put up forty nine to fifteen tonight. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's and still. It's, it's just, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a one man team. I was gonna say it's still a one man army. I mean, Jalen. Like, Brunson is good, but like they have a lot of good pieces. But it, like, I mean, you traded your second best player for Spencer Dinwiddie, and not that he was even playing, but like, I mean, like, hey, I, I watched him tonight, and I kind of like the little thing that they just went super small. Everyone shoots threes, like they have Kleber or Bertans or at power forward or center. Like everyone. First just, of all, first I, I will say number one, I have not watched them. I did not watch them tonight. I'll take your word for them. I watched bits and pieces since the trade, but I will say this: they played the Pelicans tonight. So I mean that's true. Take take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> like uh, but I feel you, like you know, oh my dad used to say you play yeah, who they, they put the in front heat, of you. The heat on Tuesday. They did. So I mean it's cool. I mean, he's dropping 50 burgers left and right, but I mean, like do you think that's sustainable? Yeah, that's my thing. And we get into the playoffs. I mean, he, he, listen, he if he gets the clippers in the against the heat, they won. He shot five against the heat, they won. If he gets the clippers in the playoffs. Then yes, like they're 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 advancing to the second round. He sees the Clippers and he sees food, but like, um, <laughs> I mean that's just a fact. Like the man sees the Clippers and he sees food. Like it's just Michael Jordan could be over there. Luca I mean, just. Sees I think food. a lot of it, of course, depends on matchups. But you know, I could see them being a team that beats pretty much any team in the first round except the Warriors or the Suns. But I don't think they'll drop that low. You know, I think they'll be around four or five. Like. I think they're better than Denver. So they so right now they play the Jazz. Oh yeah, they'd beat the Jazz. I mean, that's that's the exact team the Jazz wouldn't want to play. It's a team that just just puts everyone at the three point line, goes small, and makes Rudy Gobert step out away from the basket. The Jazz don't the Jazz don't want to see the Dallas. That's a bad matchup. I think it is a bad matchup. Um, I just I don't. I never look at a team and think to myself. You only need you need you only need one star to really get there, but I guess when you look at this Bucks team from last year, they had one superstar and then they had another star. My thing with the Mavericks would be who's that second guy behind Luke behind Luke? Well, we're only talking about I assume we're only talking about getting out the first round, and we've seen one yeah, more show get yeah, out the first talking, round. We're talking, about first, we're talking about teams outside of the Warriors and the Suns who could you know make some noise, basically. When is Jamal Murray scheduled to come back? Uh, I don't know. It's already February, and I've heard nothing. So I'm starting to think he might not. Okay. Because, I mean, Porter already is definitely not. Yeah, Porter's I mean, now nah, his car got towed, so he can't he can't get rides to the games. <laughs> <laughs> he thought the brother was going to look out, but it turns out he was not a brother. He's Puerto Rican. I know black, papi. No black. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, Dallas! Dallas is saying Dallas is is looking is looking sneaky. Out of all those teams that are like kind of like good but not great, I mean, because last year I don't think that they were that good. But with if Luca's playing that good, they're beating most teams. You know, minus like Kawhi, pretty much matching him. Like I don't see a Kawhi equivalent. Um, who can who can you know basically just like outplay him one on one. If he's gonna play like that, and that and he's playing like that right now, so that's the only reason I bring it up. Because I mean, it's I, not like it's not like he hasn't played played like that in the playoffs before. He just he just ran into Kawhi. But that's what I'm saying. I just there's not a Kawhi. Kawhi's not here. 
No, um, I, and my thing is, I get it. He can play like that. And if it was anybody in the league right now, outside of like, of course, like the estab- the already established like best three or five, three or uh, three or five players in the league, I would say Luca would be the only person maybe not in that top five bracket that probably could will his team to a world play, will have a playoff win by himself. But it's still like it really just depends on seeding. I mean, who's the other star? Who's the other star in Atlanta? In Atlanta? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. John, I mean, I'm not gonna say John, John Collins. Collins. I, mean, I, I guess you say John Collins is a star. They don't, have, they don't have another All Star, but they made it to the conference. I mean, that was definitely. I mean, no. yeah. Granted, it's a you know, I'm just, I was just bringing up the comparison that hey, I mean, Trey did it, so a different conference. I, I understand, you know, matchups matter. I'm just saying, like, I, as for to me, this is just to me getting out of the first round. Feel like you know he could possibly do that, but you know it's it's also February. Like this is hot to see. This is hot as he's gotten. Like he started off pretty slow. So I mean, don't get me wrong. Again, I believe in Luka. If it's not if it's not going to be Joel Jokic, Kevin Durant, Giannis, or or Steph at this point, because I don't think LeBron can even will a team by there by himself at this point anymore. But if it's not one of those five guys in the playoffs doing it, and even Steph is kind of fringe. I don't think Steph necessarily can do it by himself without another star beside him. But if it's not one of those guys, Luca would be the Luca would be the only other one I would be able to look at and be like, eh, he might be able to do it. But it's just, I don't know. Like it's just, I just think it would be tough. Like no matter what, because he's gonna have to, he's gonna have to have the night like he had tonight. He's going to have to have that every other night. Or not tonight, but the nights that he's been having, he's going to have to have that every other night against the team that's going to be game planning for him every single day. What's mean? Yeah, he, he's done it. All I'm saying is he's done it. he did it before. He did it on the Clippers. We've seen it. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, we've seen it. He was no, putting up about 40 a night in that series. No, no you're, you're absolutely right. I also – Think what Derek said was right too, though. Like he sees the Clippers and he just sees food. Like it's everything is everything is barbecue chicken over there. Like, I'm, I'm just saying, bro. He was, you know, getting guarded by Paul. He was he was taking turns on Paul George and Kawhi. That is very true. You know what I'm saying? Like I know Kawhi. It's not he's not the quite the same. You know, 2014, 2015 defender, but it's still it was still Kawhi pre ACL injuries. Like and Paul George, he was doing his thing. I'm just saying, Paul George, since he's moved to the Western Conference, has definitely had his DeMar DeRozan playoff woes. But yes. Who's had playoff woes? I said Paul George, since he's moved to the Western oh, Conference, has definitely had. But yes, that doesn't, doesn't, that doesn't matter. I just wanted to bring up that joke just, just as get that off. But yes, he sees the Clippers and he sees food. So I don't know. So, I mean, I don't, so are you guys uh, not feeling Memphis? I like Memphis and I like, I like their young core. I think John Moran is like the right type of star for that team, superstar for that team. I mean, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a long last fan of the, of the grindhouse era, you know, the grindfather, Tony Allen, Zebo, Marcus all and them boys down there. But at the same time, I don't know if I see Memphis, I, I can see them making noise in the first round. Like, because I, I think, in all honesty, if they get a top four seed, I think they can beat any of the other seed, any of the other seeds below them. Like, I, th- I definitely think they can beat the Lakers. They can beat the Clippers. 
without Paul George and Kawhi, of course, but even if one of them comes back, I think they could still beat the Clippers if only one of them comes back. Um, I think they could get the Nuggets if Jamal Murray isn't there. So like I could see I could see Memphis making some noise in the first round. I mean, I think it is just really mainly a two-team race. I mean, I think it's between Phoenix and the Warriors going down on who's gonna get to the finals out of the West, but yeah, I mean like Memphis is it's a it's a great story. Like I would like to see it, but like do I really have them like seven games against the the Suns or the Warriors? Like I think the I think the Warriors series particularly will be one of those series where like they don't really want to play Memphis because they're like that young hungry team. Like but like yeah, but like at the end of the day they'll win. It's kind of like what year was that? Kind of like one of those years where like the Lakers played the Thunder and it was like it was like a six game series. I think it was the last year we went to the finals and it was like yeah, I really don't want to see those guys again. Like it, it was like six games, but it was really close each game. You could kind of tell, like, when it got down to the stress, like the Lakers were just vets and they just knew what to do. And like uh, Russell, Russell Westbrook, KD, and Harden and them boys just weren't there yet. But like, it was also like, yeah, we kind of like, I don't really like this. Ain't we don't really want to see if they continue to like growth is not always linear. They say, but like if they continue to grow, like we don't really want to see them. And I feel like that's was. The, the Memphis kind of looks like right now. Like, you kind of don't want to play them the scrappy. You probably think you could beat them, but it's like, nah. it's yeah, it's like, it's like you fighting your little brother and you like 19 and he's 16. And it's just like, damn, like, I could still get him, but like, he getting some weight on him now. Yeah, like, he got the energy and the like, the weight and like, you know, he, I, you know, like two more years of this and he might just take me out. Like, let me just make peace now. Yeah, no, I definitely feel that. So, so now we get to the to the real important questions: is, uh, is what's up with the with the Lakers? They getting out? They getting out of the plan? Over there in Hollywood, they getting out of the plan? That's the first question. <laughs> um, uh, let me let me pull up. This name is gonna make me look at the schedule. Look at the, <laughs> the standings. Uh, let me pull this up. Um. We are at, I believe, nine right now. Yes, nine. We are two games behind the Clippers. Um, three games behind uh, the Timberwolves. And what is that? Five games behind? Six games behind uh, the Nuggets? I'm going to go ahead and say that's a no. Y'all going to definitely be in the play. That's yeah. Well, I, I don't... The question was, once y'all are in the plane, are you going to get out of it to be in the real playoff? <laughs> oh, no. I thought you meant I thought you meant oh, get out of no, the plane. No, no. We all know y'all not getting past If y'all get to the playoffs, y'all getting in through the plane. Like, man, I'm saying, are y'all going to Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. Uh, what, what is it? I'm sorry. They change it every year. So it's, it's seven plays, eight, ten, and then eight plays, nine. No, it's seven plays, eight, and then nine plays, ten, and then the other two play each other. Seven plays eight, nine plays ten. The loser of nine and ten is automatically out. Right. The winner of seven and eight is in, and then the loser of eight, seven, and eight plays the winner of nine, ten. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Okay, so basically, 
we would have to beat Portland as of right now, presently constructed, and then we would have to beat either the Clippers or the Timberwolves. I mean, the yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and go, that's a resounding yes. If if we can't beat the the Portland and then beat... Didn't y'all just and, lose Portland? <laughs> yes, we, we probably did. I, I Yes, but we also it's just beat the Jazz, so... Yeah, but we should be able to beat Portland. In a, listen, I'm just saying, if LeBron James is telling me he can't beat Anthony Simons, like we got, we we have bigger fish to fry here. Like you're not <laughs> making it to Bronny, Bronny, uh, to Bronny's uh, draft in, as an active basketball player, my guy. Not not as a, the number one option or 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 a star or whatever. Like, um, and yeah, I mean, there's no Kawhi Leonard. There's no like once again, if you can't beat Anthony Edwards, I mean, I guess maybe if you tell me Cat and Anthony Edwards go off in the same game. That's good enough to beat. That's maybe, but like, I see three teams that you should be able to beat to get in the play. Also, I will say this: Anthony Davis' injury is very catastrophic. But and we are here, and this is this is very nasty that we are here. But the best thing to have in the Lakers, low key, if we're gonna have Russell Westbrook on the floor, is to not have a big man on the floor as well. So start up the LeBron at five. I mean, is I don't lineup. Even think Davis is a big man. He's just a, a tall man. It's a difference. Yeah, well, he, <laughs> well <laughs> I can't deny that. But start up the LeBron James at five lineup. Start using, uh, uh, basically just look what Mike D'Antoni did in Houston and like mimic it well, with with him and Westbrook. With uh, Harden and Westbrook, and try to see if that works because that's the only way like this is going to like happen now. So that's what we're hanging our hats on. Yes, yes, bro. What what else are we hanging our hats on, bro? What, like, what do you want me to say? Yeah, <laughs> like I don't get on my show every week and tell people the Lakers suck. <laughs> like, it might just be time to pack it in, bro. Like that, that's what I was saying. You, know, like. you can't pack it in. What are you packing it in for? You can't. You're not packing it in for a draft pick. It's it's onward. No matter yeah, what. you got to, you know, listen, you, you got to be, you, no matter listen, what. You, yeah, you have to, now it's, it's the legacy story. LeBron is dancing at the Super Bowl, bro. It's the legacy story now. He has to <laughs> will the team to the first, out of the first round and have a miraculous first round series. And then, you know, we go down fight in the second round. It's like, look what LeBron did. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. You know, that's life. That's, that's where we are right now. Hey, you know I'm saying, I'll put it like this. If, if, assuming the Lakers get in, so they would be the eight seed, you know, if they got in. Because they would, you know, basically be eight versus nine for that last spot, and they play the Suns. If they take the Suns to like six or seven, oh, LeBron fans everywhere are counting that as a win for sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Everyone, yeah, to win. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I mean, I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't like, bro. What? Who's on the team? Like, look at the roster. Like, what? What do you want him to do? What do you want anybody to do here? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't, yeah, Palinka. Like, like, look, before you go, let me just, let me just backtrack. I this, I I've said this, I've said this many times on my show and I probably said this on your show as well, but let's, let me just, let's just backtrack this and tell everybody where I was at from the start. Look at this roster from day one and then tell me after you get past the big names, who the hell was supposed to do anything on this team? This team would have been great in 2010. Pretty good. Pretty great in 2014. 2016-ish. Eh. It's 2022. It's supposed to be the three, the three, three big guys, three amigos. Yeah, one. Okay, one's 40. 
140. Russell Westbrook is a tank, you know what I'm saying? He, well, he plays every night. And then the other one is fragile. And then you back them up with uh well, I still haven't seen Kendrick Nunn play a basketball. I've seen him play one time. I've seen him in Jersey worst, one time. He got the worst bone bruise I've ever heard. It, right. Man. Haven't seen him play. Haven't seen him play. You're relying on Austin Reeves, who's been great. Like, no, no shade, but like yeah, that Malik wasn't supposed Monk, to happen. Malik Monk come back there. Yeah. No, Malik, yes, Malik Monk has been listen, Carmelo Anthony out of the all the big names they got has been the most steady. And that's saying something. And shout out to Melo. Because definitely, like, no, no problems with what he's been doing. And then you back this up with Dwight Howard. I mean, you know, he was on our championship team, cool, whatever. But like DeAndre Jordan, like THT is not it, bro. And I was, I was kind of saying that last year, like, yo, this, this guy's out of control. I don't know what we're watching here, but okay, cool. Uh, like, like, look at this roster. Like Kent Bazemore, Kent Bazemore, like. We traded away KCP for Kent Bazemore. I know that wasn't the exact trade, but I'm just saying, like, that that was your big, like, yeah. And, Derek, guess what? The reason I can't be mad at nobody or feel bad for LeBron, this is the team he wanted. These yeah, are some that'll, of the that'll, that'll always amaze me that they played Russell Westbrook two years ago and like didn't guard him and then were like, no, nah, Avery like, Bradley went and they're like, come on, man. Like, look and, at this. And LeBron bro. was really like, you know what? That's what I want on the mob. Like, Shout out to Stanley Johnson, man. Shout out to Stanley Johnson. Like, getting that money, getting that uh, guaranteed money. I love to see it. But like, everybody else on the team, like, and the, the crazy thing is the team that won the championship, right? Was the like it was perfect? It was literally the three and D team that you needed. You had LeBron, shooters, everybody was kind of streaky, but you know, you caught people on the right nights. It was great. You had defense, you had AD playing out of his mind. It was great. And every year since then, they've kind of regressed. Every year, like the next year team, like on paper, was better. Like, like I remember thinking he was going to repeat, you know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, Marcus saw, all right, like I still stand by. Struder was great until he got injured. And then he came, he re- rejected the money. And I don't know what the hell happened to him. But, like, it was working up until the end. Like, uh, was it Trez, like, on paper? But, it like, it was, it was like, it's not really the same, like, 3 and D, actually. Like, the 3 is kind of, like, slowed down and the defense ain't as great. And then this year, it's just like, bro, you had the – it's like what Philly fans say about when they had uh, – uh, Jimmy Butler, like, yo, you had the blueprint right there. The person with the ball in hands, Ben Simmons is off ball and Embiid. And then every year you just did something to, like, go away from that blueprint. The Lakers can say the same thing. Like, you had the blueprint, you won the championship, and then you went in a totally different op- opposite direction. Like, there's no youth, there's no three-pointers, and there's no D. <laughs> like, what the hell? No defense. Like, what the hell do you want? Like, what are we doing here? Like, And at the end of the day, again, LeBron chose this team like that that that's the thing for me like I can never get like I can give Luca a pass I can give Giannis a pass like because those guys don't be influencing their front office on what players to sign like they just they let they let their front office do what they're supposed to do but you got Bama's like LeBron Kevin Durant like Harden and Houston they influence their front office and be like, nah, this is what we want, or this is what we want, this is what we want, this is what we want. And then when it don't work out, it's like, well, I mean, that, like, the fan base is like, dang, I mean, they're doing all they can. Nah, they're not. Shut up. Let your front office do what they're supposed to do. Like, that's that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. Because when it don't work out and you get a team like this, then it's like LeBron doing everything he can. Well, yeah, he wanted them to bring him a leak month. 
he wanted them to bring in Russell Westbrook instead of getting Buddy Hield and uh, and something else from Sacramento. Bro, which- we could have we the Kings wanted Kuzma. It may have been something else, but it was like Kuzma. We could have had Buddy Hill and KCP. Then you could have flipped KCP for whatever you wanted to flip him for. If you like were serious, like we not paying him, like it just didn't make no sense, bro. Like it just it went. And when I pointed that out at the beginning of the year, people said, "Oh, you like it's true." Like the Lakers, we want stars. It's LA. Like, listen, I've been a fan for twenty, what twenty, going on twenty eight years. We're at Los Angeles. We want stars. Like that's just kind of what it is. But like. I was banging the drum like this don't make no basketball fit. And everybody's like, oh, we, you're, of course, you're going to take the star. Like, it's not like we're getting prime Russell Westbrook here. We're not getting, I mean, he's a triple double king, of course, but we're not getting 2016 Russell Westbrook. We ain't getting 2013 Russell Westbrook. Like, 2022 Russell Westbrook. <laughs> exactly. And, and to his credit, like, it, I don't even blame him. Like, I'll tell you straight up, the, the, my most hated Los Angeles Laker is easily Anthony Davis. Like, it's easily <laughs> Anthony Davis. Like, I hope he gets better, but easily Anthony Davis. Like, just don't be coming I, to play. I can't like, wait. You, th- you think you hate him now? Wait till them pick swaps and the starts coming every year. I mean, but we got the ring, so, you know, I can't get mad. You you can ride the ring out for, you know, at least another th- two, three years before it's like, all right, let's let's, hey, let's pick swaps is for another four or five years. I mean, uh, listen, I, I watched I – watched, uh, uh, Kevin Zachary, Zach whatever that guy's name was, and – and uh, uh, what's cuz name? It wasn't Robert, Andrew Bogut, Robert, it was uh, yeah, Robert Zachary. What's the other dude? Uh, wasn't Andrew Bogut? What's his name? He used to play for the uh, the Clippers, tall white center. Who um, was Wow, well, I, I watched him too. No, it wasn't uh, Chris Kamen. Nah, Zubak's my man, still, hey, still, Kamen, still. Chris Kamen used to be a bucket, yeah, but I'm saying I watched him play for the Lakers too after it was long gone, so like, you know what I'm saying. Well, I watched some bad years, so you know we, we, you know we'll be down, we'll be down. I've seen some down years; it's cool. But my most hated uh, Lakers at, definitely Anthony Davis because even when he do play, when he healthy, bro, he just don't be bringing it. I think the other night he had like seventeen and six or something like that. It's just like, bro, like Giannis be taking your food, like have some pride. Yeah, like Rodney said, you think you hate him now, man? When them pick swaps get to happening, like like <laughs> this season, if y'all y'all can't y'all can't let the season fall apart. Y'all cannot drop down into like that tenth and eleventh place round because if y'all do, and the Pelicans have another top ten pick from y'all, oh, they'll blow it though. So I'm not worried about that. But yeah, I'll still be mad. But ugly. yeah, it's still ugly. No, it's definitely ugly. But I mean, we're we're bro, we're Los Angeles. This is what we do. Like we're not in the we're not in the business of developing talent. We find the stars. We let other people find the stars. The, the NBA is our G League. We let other people develop their stars, and we just swoop in and take them. Like it's 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 nasty work, but it's what we do. Like, <laughs> Like what? Am I, like what? You want me to lie to you? Like, what, who's the last All Star uh, drafted by the Lakers to stay on the Lakers? Kobe. Okay, then he wasn't even drafted by them yeah. technically. Like on, you know, like you know, Andrew Biden was cool when he had it, but like you know, like everybody else we trade, and they're all good draft picks. People we draft like turn out to be serviceable basketball players. No matter what you think about them or what role they're casted or not cast in, like they're good basketball players. We're not in the business of developing them. It's not our job unless you unless you really gonna hit, you know, obviously Kobe, Magic and all that, you know, Kareem. I mean uh not Kareem, uh Worthy and all that, but like it's, you know? this is some nasty work over there in LA boy. That's all I can tell you. You know, it's Hollywood, you know. Get to the get to the get to the good part, bro. That's what everybody's about, you know. It's cool. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's it's, it's gonna be interesting. I don't see a good part of this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, you know, I mean, somebody will come eventually. I'm just. Yeah, it, somebody's gonna come, or you know, hey, well, you know, know. a draft pick once every twenty oh, years. Works. Magic, Kobe, you know, somebody, and all that. Maybe Rob will leave. I don't even know if Rob Palinka is a good GM or a bad GM, honestly, because I don't know who's running the team. As John would say, it's probably LeBron. So, like, <laughs> it, it's just what you want me to say, bro. Like, it's a bad basketball team right now, and it was bad from it was doomed from the start. You got a bunch of bro. These dudes are like ten years my dad's senior. Like what? Are we, like like you thought they were gonna play? You thought we was gonna win a championship with this? Like, I mean, I mean, my dad's junior. It's a, it's a sad thing to see over there in Hollywood. It's a sad thing. Sad. I don't know about all that. Well, Ronnie, let's talk about the Spurs. Let's talk about San Antonio. Let's talk. I mean, look, we're in a great spot. Deontay Murray, young all star. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Brian Wright doing his thing. I'm liking the new GM. He's doing some things. I mean, yeah. I do like Deontay. He definitely he, he looked like he goes after it on defense. He oh, don't yeah. got no quit in him. You know, I I bang with it. I mess with it. He's cool. You know, I you know, unlike the Lakers, we are in the, the business of development. So, you know, this is all we're doing right now, you know. Just do it, just get it, get it out the mud our own way, you know what I mean? And I mess with that, man. That's that's all that's all you can do. I like you know Keldon Johnson, good player. Hodel, good player. You know we just need a we just need a second guy. Then we'll really be doing something, whether it be in the draft. Because I don't think they're gonna make the plan. So you know we'll see what the lottery's talking about. Uh, they got you know another first uh, from the Raptors to you know use in some in some capacity. They've got forty million cap space coming up. So, you know, they can do a lot of different things. I don't think they're going to sign anyone big. I think that they'll actually take on a bad contract and get another first or do something like that. So, you know, we're in it for the slow grind, but, you know, they're, they're enjoyable to watch. You know, if you're going to be, if you're going to be bad, at least be, be, at least be enjoyable to watch. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a factual statement. I don't like, enjoy watching Laker basketball. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I couldn't imagine being bad and watching Westbrook. Like, that's just Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the crazy thing is, though, as bad as Westbrook has been, and, and you know, it, it's bad, it's bad, but, like, I don't even, like, honestly, like, he's, you know, he is who he is when we signed him, at least to me, but, like, I don't even, like, to me, it's just, like, I can't even blame because, like, some of the shots be nasty, so you can't blame that's him. A, that's what just, I mean. It's, like, honestly, I'm not even blaming him for losing. Like, I'm just, like, I don't like how the season is going and I just watch someone on my team throw it off the corner of the backboard. Like, I don't even, it doesn't matter if it's Westbrook. He just happens to do it often. Like, yeah, that's that dumb stuff. I was going to say like some of the, some of the stuff is like, I'd be like watching Frank Vogel's substitution or something. I like, I don't know why some, some stuff happens. I'm not, I'm not one of those people of the fire Frank train or anything. I'm just saying like, I just watched it. I just, I'd be like, why are we doing this here? Like, what's going on? And I'd be like, Russell Westbrook, be the only person showing up. And I'd just be like, all right, cool. Like, I guess this is what we rocking with. But yeah, shooting off the top of the glass is is very is very wild and insane. But um, he's also had to learn like three different systems in three years. And like every other day, like once again, Anthony Davis is in the lineup. So now you're the third best player versus he's not on the court and LeBron's not on the court. So now you got to be Mr. Triple Double Westbrook again. It's just. You know, I'll be watching them play. It's bad body language. Like, it's a turnover. LeBron stops walking, like, looking at the ref. It's just, you know. But we vibing, you know, Southern California. We, we going to vibe. We got a new series coming out, you know, about the Lakers. So. 
That's what that's what it's about at this point. We're we're evolving the brand. They talk about TV shows and talking. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're evolving the brand. Hey, everything. Hey, hey, I don't see no documentaries about the Sixers and or the uh, Spurs. So you know, because we're not worried about documentaries there. Yeah, I I mean, I'm just saying. I'm. It's it's, that's on. You can. I'm just saying. Just saying. All right. Well, as long as as long as that makes you feel good. I mean, I none it. of the well, Rodney, your team's not going anywhere, so we'll be watching the documentary and talking about it together. And John, like, I, I hope this is the year for you. It's been a long year since '83, so <laughs> long year since 1983. So I mean, that was the last one, right? '83. You know, it's crazy. You know, people really start slighting your team when they just when they just. They, oh, I've they always been, but I, I've always had slight. Like, I mean, we could talk about a one too. I didn't want to go that that. You know, I didn't want to bring that one up, but. I'm throwing, I'm throwing slights. You know what I'm saying? I'm throwing slights when the Lakers are winning. Like, yeah, look, man, you know, John, misery loves company. You know, that's all I can tell you. Of course. That's, that's misery, why I'm with Rodney. Derek is the black Larry David. That's why I'm with Rodney. Like, he'll drag my team's bad, down. his team's bad. Like, we just you're bad feeling, together. If he's feeling bad, he'll make sure you feel equal. Of course. Sure you feel even worse. And, and when I'm feeling good, I'm going to make sure you know your team is not, not on my level. So, you know what I'm saying? But The black Larry David. Sorry, Derek. Y'all will be good again at some point. Nah, on, on a completely serious note, like I do think the Lakers they'll bounce back. I I literally don't know when, like obviously, but it you know it is it's nasty in a way because you do rely on stars. But I mean, it's it, it's worked. I mean, it, it has. You can't really say it hasn't. So I mean, you know, it's cool. I would I mean, like I them to right draft. Now, but I, I would like them to you know keep our draft pick it's always funny though because even the draft picks we keep we seem to keep the wrong ones or overvalue them or like like keep them a little bit too long you know i'm not you know i'm not mad with the the tht like we didn't trade them for anything like but also like all right like if yeah if i would have traded tht for kyle lowry it'd be a whole different world that's what i'm saying like i'm not saying trade him for anything like obviously value your picks you know what i'm saying but like but if this guy is not really about to be an all-star, like they're in the building with him more than I am. So you could see it, but like, you know, at some point, if you're telling me if, especially if you have LeBron, like, it's not like we're the young core from like four years or four or five years ago, where it's like, all right, bro, keep the picks like Kyle Lowry and, and Brandon Ingram are not taking us to the promised land. Like just keep Lonzo and let's, let's grind this out. But like at this point, like, yeah, like, why wouldn't you do that? Especially since now, you know, seeing the THT thing, like I, I hope, like I said, um, development is all, not always linear. So, like maybe this is a rushing year; he'll bounce back. But he's always just been really out of control to me. Um, a lot of Julius Randle vibe, young Julius Randle vibes sometimes. I mean, I just I don't see. I never saw the hype. Like I didn't like that when he showed up to that that summer league game, and they were treating him like he's like one of the OC veterans of the team. I was just like, dog, like. What has he done? Have you seen his? Have you, did you see his G League like tape or whatever? I mean, I saw some of it, but what, was he was he that amazing in there? Yeah, I mean that's that's yeah. Also, it's just the the fact that like, and I've said this before, when you're like the twenty whatever picky it was, basically if you're not a lottery pick in the NBA and you're like definitely below twenty and you do anything, you know what I'm saying? That's just found money. Like, oh, he's a 13-point-per-game scorer. And then people are like, yeah, and he was the 40th pick in the draft. Like, we found something. It's like, bro, you found a 13-point-per-game score. Like, great that you found him there, but, like, relax. You know what I'm saying? And that's really what all it was. He, went, he didn't go to no bas- basketball factory. He went to Iowa State, I believe. Iowa, Iowa State. I want to say it was Iowa State. 
yeah. you know, yeah, it was found money. Like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I personally don't hate him. Like, I don't think he's whatever. I think the hype, and you put on a Laker jersey, you score 15 points and, and five times in a summer league game, you're the next one. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. So I think, I think he's cool. I just think he's a little bit, you know, I think they overrated. I think fans and media overrated him and maybe the staff, at, I don't know how they truly feel about him, but I feel like they overrated him too. I know they tried to throw him in some trade packages that didn't work out for the deadline. But, you know, I think he's cool. But, I mean, I do think somebody needs to tell him to slow the fuck down sometimes. <laughs> he's just out of control. Like, he, he's trying to make a highlight play that doesn't need to be made. Well, and on that note. Spend- that was a lot of Laker talk. Are we talking about anybody else in the West? We, we had a whole conversation prior to the Lakers. Okay. All right. I didn't know. Oh, we're ending. Yeah, okay. We're ending, ending on the big boys. Okay. I feel you. Ending on the, uh, ending on the little, ending you know. on the children right now. Jesus. Right, we, went from, we went from greatest to least. <laughs> Save the best for last. Don't bury the lead. Yeah. So you saved the best thing for the 60th minute of the podcast. <laughs> Make them wait, Rodney. You gotta make them wait to make sure they listen to, to the whole show. You gotta get all those impressions, all those, all those views. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. Well, we'll shoot. We'll be back. I mean, all-star, you know, we'll have a nice little week off. I can uh detox from gambling a little bit. Then I'm back with a vengeance. You can't be- gamble in the all-star game. I mean, I'm not, I can, but I'm not. I, I was just asked, I was asking literally, could you? I no, no, you definitely can. You definitely, <laughs> there's already a line out. You definitely can. You can bet on the same dunk contest winner. Yeah, I feel you can bet on all the winners. Like you can, but I will not be partaking. All right, well, before we go, quick question: I don't. Think, how do I, mean, we, I might bet on a three-point shootout person. I, I was gonna say, how do we fix All Star Saturday night? Like, you can't. Like, is is the dunk contest is done forever? Like, are we just are we just not getting this back? Yeah, like, I mean, the dunk contest is done until some popular names do it. It's pretty much how it works. But even when the popular names do it, the dunks just don't be like. They do sometimes. Let's okay. Let's sometimes. not. Forget. Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine had it. Yes. All. Okay. When was the when was the last dunk contest before that? That was like. Years. But I'm just saying they still pop up and are good sometimes. So you know we'll see. Yeah, but that's fair. I'm just saying. This was not. This is not an All Star Game pod. So you know we're we're, we're out. Good talking to y'all. <laughs>